Hello, my name is Meg. Welcome to the Unedited Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. The goal of this podcast is to help you both develop and enjoy the habit of daily Bible reading and prayer. About 20 years ago, at a very low spot in my life, I was convicted to begin this simple discipline, and I looked up years down the road to see how God had used this habit to heal deep places in my heart and do incredible things in my life. And so over the years, it's really become my greatest passion to help others get to know Jesus through His Word and through His presence. For this podcast, I'm hoping to help you see the Word of God with fresh eyes, to learn to slow down with your Bible, and ultimately to fall in love with Jesus and to fall in love with your Bible. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so, so grateful to have you here. Hello, happy Friday. Thank you so much for joining me today. Truly so grateful that you are here. And I just pray that something that's shared today will be an encouragement, will help strengthen your walk with God, and most of all, help strengthen the habit of Bible reading and prayer in your life. If you have not had a chance to listen to last week's episode with Brother Josh Carson, do yourself a favor, take some time listen to it. He had really some incredible things to share in that episode. And then stay tuned for next week. I was finally able to do an interview with Sister Cindy Fish. She really had such depth of insight on so many topics and you are going to be blessed and enjoy everything that she has to share next week. I'm super excited about this episode. Also, just a reminder that Unedited, the podcast, has a companion book, Unedited, Hope and Healing Through the Simple Habit of Bible Reading and Prayer. Unedited, the book, was a thing long before Unedited, the podcast. I worked on the book for about seven years, and about five years into the process, I felt the Lord start prompting me to do a podcast as it was a little bit more of an immediate way of doing what he had called me to do and laid on my heart to do, which was to publish pieces of my journals. And so unedited, the book is available through Amazon or at Pentecostal Publishing House. So if you haven't had a chance to check that out, do so. And if you have and have enjoyed it, please leave a review. It would mean a lot. Today, I have just some very simple thoughts um, as it relates to faith. I have just felt very strongly to talk about this briefly. Again, simple, simple reminders that In our Christian journey, our faith is our eyes. Our faith is our sight. And we are called to look beyond circumstances and see with the vision that comes from faith. And I am going to share an unedited journal entry today called When It Pans Out. Um, But before that, I just wanted to talk about the fact that our faith is fueled by the Word of God Our faith is what is going to take us all the way to heaven. And our faith is going to be tested in our Christian walk. Our faith is going to come under fire to see if it is genuine, if it is real. Peter wrote and said, The trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perishes, though it be tried by fire, may be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of of our Lord Jesus Christ. And on the journey to heaven... We are going to face many challenges, and it is by faith that we are going to overcome. I love the old song that says, We've come this far by faith, leaning on the Lord, trusting in His holy word. He's never failed me yet, and I can look back over my life and I can say, Yes, that is true. I have come this far by faith, 
and it's faith that's going to get me through to the other side. And if you're struggling in faith, get out your word. Read stories of those in the word of God who faced impossibilities and how they overcame. The word is miracle grow for our faith. The Bible tells us that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And again, if you're struggling in your faith, ask God for eyes of faith that can look beyond here and now and see eternity. Or eyes of faith that can look beyond present suffering and present challenges and see how God wants to use them. Again, we will never have the plan. He's the one who knows the end from the beginning. But faith has the ability to look beyond this moment. It tells us in Romans 8, Paul wrote and he said, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared to the glory which shall be revealed in us. We know from this scripture that present suffering is working future glory. And maybe you look around the landscape of your life and you say, I don't see how this could ever work out. Or you're in a trial and you just don't, you can look at the physical aspects of what you see and say, I don't see how God could ever use this. It's impossible. There is no way. You look around and it's like Dr. Seuss land. Like what in the world is even happening? The trees are upside down. They're purple. Nothing really makes sense to your logical mind. Sometimes there are seasons like that in life. And that is when we have to look beyond the circumstance to the future, to eternity, to God. Um, I've been thinking so much of the scripture in Job where he says, I look on the left, I look on the right. I can't see. I look all around and I cannot see how God is at work, but he knows the way that I take. I don't know, but he knows. So if you're in one of those seasons, if you're in a Dr. Seuss season or maybe just facing some sort of trial, hold on. Hold on to your faith wherever you are. Say with David, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord. And again, if you look around and you just can't see, get in your word, strengthen your faith vision. Our faith is our sight. Our faith is our vision. Feed your faith with the miracle grow of the word of God. Today, I am going to share an unedited journal entry called When It Pans Out. This is a little bit of a fresh entry written in the last little stretch of time. And I will tell you, this is something that has just been feeding my spirit. And I have felt really kind of on repeat in recent history to share this on the podcast. And so today's unedited journal entry, When It Pans Out. When it pans out, yesterday a.m., I was driving and talking to Jesus and heard myself say, we'll just have to see how it pans out. Pan out, according to Google, means end up, conclude, which is what I meant when I said it to the Lord. Merriam-Webster expounds a bit more, to happen, end, or develop in a particular way. Again, what I meant. But as soon as the words were out of my mouth, A camera panning out popped into my thoughts. I don't know much about cinematography, but I have always understood pan out as a camera initially being zoomed in on a particular aspect of a scene, 
and then widening to reveal more and more of the scene or sweeping across the scene for a wider, more panoramic view. As soon as this concept of a camera panning out came to mind, I was reminded that God has the wide view, wide to the point of having an eternal view. I, on the other hand, have a limited, very narrow, very small, zoomed-in view of this moment, this season. All I can see is what is directly in front of me. My humanity has no ability to observe anything beyond what is directly in my line of vision and my hazy memories of yesterdays. I am limited and short-sighted. My focus is zoomed in to what's right now, what's right here. This morning, I read Numbers 13 and 14 and was so struck by a particular passage. The 12 spies are sent by Moses to see what the land is like and what the people are like. The job of the spies is not yes or no. Their job is not to say we can or we can't, but simply to see the land, what it is, and be of good courage. When they return to Moses, 10 of the 12 bring what the KJV calls an evil report. But the men that went up with Caleb said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land, which they had searched under the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And the people of the land that we saw in it are of great stature. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Enoch, which come of the giants. And we were in our sight as grasshoppers, and so were we in their sight. Their report and their estimation of their own inability to step into the promises of God was based entirely on what they saw. They rendered a verdict based on a zoomed-in view. They looked with natural eyes at the size of the cities, they are very great, and the size of the people, men of great stature, giants, and they said, no way, Jose, we can't. We are too small and they're too big. They cast their vote based on physical vision and a narrow view. Joshua and Caleb, on the other hand, had eyes of faith. Caleb quiets the people and says, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able. Joshua says, the land which we pass through to search it out is an exceeding good land. If the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us up into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only rebel not ye against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bred for us, and their defense is departed from them. And the Lord is with us, fear them not. Caleb says, we are well able. Joshua says, God will bring us in to give it to us. They will be our food. The Lord is with us, fear them not. These two men saw the same thing as the other ten men. But what they chose to look at made all the difference in their verdict. Their faith allowed them to pan out beyond the moment and the current scenery and look at the promises of God. It was, after all, the promised land. They looked at God's presence and God's ability. What the ten spies saw as an insurmountable obstacle, Joshua declared to be bread, food, and provision for their future. 
The simple contrast of the 10 versus the two is a vivid picture of we walk by faith and not by sight. 10 spies report was based on what they saw and two spies report was based on what they knew and the ability of God. Faith is patient and confident to see how things pan out. Faith looks past the moment, past the season, past the current conditions and says, we are well able. We are able because he is with us, he delights in us, and he will bring his word to pass. His promises are true. Charles Spurgeon said, great faith must have great trials. Great trials will always include physically visible aspects. Great trials will have elements and aspects that demand you look at them and see how big and how impossible they are. They will be directly in your line of vision and they will be readily observable. Great trials will have great giants, but great faith will pan out, zoom out beyond what is presently seen. It will look at as what it will look at what is invisible, just as Moses endured, seeing him who is invisible. Hebrews 11:27. Faith will cause us to remember that God has the bird's eye view. God has the big picture view. God has the panorama of an eternal view. He knows how this season and this moment and this life will pan out. Like Joshua and Caleb, I must choose to look past what my natural eyes see and look at the promises of God, the presence of God, and the capability of God. His promises are already complete. My humanity just has to wait and see how it pans out. Thou seest but a part of the picture, but I see the design in its completion. He has the panorama. We will just have to see what happens when it pans out. Again, God has the big picture. His lens is panned out to review to reveal everything throughout all human history and how we are just tiny little players in that great big story. So hang on to your faith wherever you are today. Your faith is your shield. It is what's going to protect you in the battle of this lifetime. It's your defense. Hang on to it for dear life. Your faith is your eyes. Your faith is your binoculars. Your faith, did I say binoculars? Binoculars. Your faith is your eyes. Your faith is going to get you all the way to heaven. So thank you so much for joining me for this journey. I look forward to meeting up with you again next Friday. If you have questions or to download a typed or a handwritten transcript of today's entry, you can visit meganedited.com. For now, go grab your journal and your Bible. I so look forward to the power of this habit in your life. This is unedited. This is for you. Happy, happy Friday.